25 still alive. That's right. <laughs> it's us again. Wait. Hey, it's us again. Hey, hey. Hey. Hey, it's us again. Hey. Hey, hey, it's us again. Hey, hey, hey. Paul. Hey, Paul. Let's have a ball. Pixies. <laughs> yes. Hey, Gigantic. Paul. Yeah. Let's yeah. have a ball. But we, we, you know, we missed ball. out. We should have named the podcast. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Let's have a ball. Why should we have? Because it would have been more fun than stay of homekins. Because staying at home was staying at mm-hmm. a drag. <laughs> there were some fun times, though. Yes. Remember when I got so fat? <laughs> Wasn't yes. that fun? To it watch, was really fun. To watch me eat all day long. <laughs> what do you think I, What about all the crying I did? Oh, honey. <laughs> did you like that? But you cry anyway. That's kind of true, guys. <laughs> it's good, though, letting your emotions out. Is it good? Yeah. Is, you mean having absolutely no, zero control over That's not true. That's not true. I have some control over them. I cry either in my car or at home. Mm-hmm. About your car. <laughs> yeah. I'm very emotional, but I do try, although I have been called out on it mm. in bad situations. Well, that's the kind of thing people like to do in bad they situations. They manipulate you. Yes, yes, yes. Because you're being too. honest. If you're being, I sometimes I feel like we're all sensitive people. <laughs> I'm so emotional, baby. Mm-hmm. Every time. Do you know that song? Don't cry out loud. Don't cry out loud. Just keep it inside. Yeah. But is that is that song? Is it about toxic masculinity? Well. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm. But I don't know. It could be because I don't know if it's saying if they're actually if the song is actually giving you that advice, don't do that, or if they're saying This is what I do. This is what I was told. This is I how I this is how I repress my emotions and yes. become very angry. Yeah. <laughs> and resentful. Learn how to hide your feelings. <laughs> Who was it that sang that? It was like I, I want to. It's not Helen Reddy, but it that feels. That was my first thought. It too. feels like a Helen Reddy. Was it a Melissa Manchester, perhaps? Maybe. We got to look it up because people are going to be. And they're going to be screaming at this podcast. As a podcast listener, I understand. This podcast is called annoying. Stay at Homekins. This is our after dinner date night. I got my fucking weekend water on a uh, hundred right now. I made a martini. This is where I'm at. Melissa Manchester. No, you called it. Was she British? Was she from Manchester? Do do you want to hear the first first lyric? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) By the way, yes. Baby cried the day the circus came to town. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Sure. Because she didn't want... Parades just passing by her. Okay. So she painted on a smile and took up with some clown Mm. while she danced without a net upon the wire. Mm. I know a lot about her because you see, baby is an awful lot like me. She's the one in the song. Wait a minute. This is feeling familiar in a weird way. Like this is feeling familiar in a weird way. Like this conversation about the lyrics. (laughs) Well, It's not to me. We, I don't r- recall having this discussion with you. I'm not getting a deja vu. Okay. Mm, okay. Is that what you're getting? Not necessarily deja vu. The DJV? Uh, 
DJ V now. <laughs> Keep going. Here's the chorus. Don't cry out loud. Just keep it inside. Learn how to hide your feelings. Fly high and proud. And if you should fall, remember, you almost had it all. Wait, why? Why did you almost have it all? I, I don't know. I guess because you joined the circus and you took up with a clown. And you could have so been wait, with the ring. Are you saying this is not a metaphor? Uh, I can't tell. Baby saw that when they pulled that big top down, we're still in the circus. I gotta put my glasses on. Anyway, yes, folks, while he's doing that, I'm Janie Hatta Tompkins. I'm an actress. He's Paul of Tompkins. I'm he's a comedian. a comedian. This is what we do. Okay. Uh, baby saw that when they pulled that big top down, they left behind her dreams among the litter. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Different- Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. That that resonates with me. In a very deep way. Your your dreams lying amongst the litter? Yeah. My dreams are in the litter right now. Oh, no. My dreams are in the litter fucking box. <laughs> Do you feel like this? There was nothing left but sawdust and some glitter? Oh, wait. The different kind of love she thought she'd found. There was nothing left but sawdust and some glitter. But baby can't be broken because you see, she had the finest teacher. That was me. I told her. What? And then the chorus. Is this about therapy? I think it's about therapy. It's written by Carol Bayer Sager and Peter Allen. When my baby, when my baby smiles at me, I go to Rio. Really? That's who that is? He did not. He covered that song, yes. And I know that, I think, from SCTV. Mm, okay. <laughs> and, you know, Hugh Jackman did a, a, a show about him. He did? The Boy from Oz, yes. He played Peter Allen. Mm. He sang. He danced. He did it all. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know about that one. I never saw it. I wonder if it's you, if you could find it online anywhere. Yeah, are you saying like he did a show about it, like he did a musical about it? Yeah, there was a musical about Peter Allen called The Man From Oz. Okay. And Hugh Jackman did it. Cool. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. What if I'm wrong? You know now what? I'm suddenly feeling very wrong, Hugh but Jackman, I know I heard this. also a man from Oz. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know what I mean? He's a local hero. Like, that's good casting right there. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Well, because I think Hugh Jackman started out as a song and dance guy. I mean, he's got the goods. He was. Remember I did that talk show with him? Yeah, he loved you. (laughs) He was very nice. Tim Gunn loved you. Tim Gunn was very nice. I was I was very Paul was the belle of the ball. Tim Gunn complimented me on my outfit, which was all I needed. Yeah, because we were very into Project Runway at the time. Also, I remember we had to we had to tell something about ourselves that nobody knew or something. Which I, by the way, that assignment always sucks. Sure, because there's nothing interesting <laughs> about me that people don't know. Like, oh, what? Like, what? Like, I have a I have a wart on my yeah. labia. And I took. Oh my, I, I Jesus. don't. I don't. But that would be a hey, funny. Just thing. for the record, she doesn't. <laughs> you guys, if I did. I wouldn't be ashamed to There's say it. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just not true. I just don't have one, but I'm just saying, like, it's just a funny thing that you could think of, of, like, no one knows this about me. Especially a real-time thing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's happened. right now I have it. I found it in the dressing room. Um, <laughs> and I, I Googled it, and it was a wart. So I had some dumb thing. I was like, what, I went to a Doctor Who convention one time when I was 13, uh-huh. and I there was no real story there, and I was trying to make it a story. Mm. And Tim Gunn... Uh, went before me and his story was he like that killed. his father worked for the FBI. Yeah. His, he like, he annihilated and his mother grabbed <laughs> his copy of the Warren report yeah. and locked herself in the bathroom yeah. and sat in the tub and read it. <laughs> yeah. 
by the way, dad broke the door. His dad broke the door down. And I'm like, why am I going after this story? And you're like, I went to a Doctor Who thing. (laughs) I mean, that is like an amazing story, though. Yes. Yeah. It should be the third story. By the way, by the way, if you worked, if you worked for the FBI Mm -hmm. and you came home with the Warren Commission, I also would. I mean, I get it. I get. I totally would. Oh, you absolutely would. Oh, I totally would. (laughs) You, of all people, yes, you would. For sure. Yeah. Hello. Hello. I'm a human fucking being. Okay? I own my shit. Anyway, I'm Janie. He's Paul. Blah, blah, blah. This is us. Blah, blah, blah. This is us, the TV show. (laughs) This is us. This is the official This Is Us podcast. (laughs) This is the official. Oh, my God. Do you remember when the one guy died in the fire? You know what? I didn't. I did try to. I watched a couple episodes of This Is Us, and I got it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I get this. You get why people get hooked on it. And, yeah, I totally did, but I wasn't in a place where I could invite This Is Us into my life. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But I love, I mean, like, I did, I was like, okay, this cast is lovely. Like, these stories are Maybe lovely. More my old co-star. <laughs> and I didn't know about, like, the whole, like, they aged it. Like, it had, like, a How I Met right. Your, you know, and I never watched How I Met Your Mother either. Mm-hmm. It, you know what? From the time travel thing, from it's not my thing, but I get it. Yeah. Does that I, make sense? I have enjoyed things that have time shifts, but I a lot of times I've, I've noticed lately there's a lot of things that have time shifts that don't need them. Well, they crutch on it. They, it's like they, they, crutch, on they it. crutch on it, you know? They crutch on it. They crutch on it and like they shouldn't. And it's like Don't crutch on this, guys. And like sometimes sometimes when I'm watching things with the time shifts, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, did the writer write this or did the uh direct writer uh director editor decide? You know what I mean? Like after the fact? Yes. Mm. Because Mm. like, yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Because, like, I will see things, like, taped in a way where it wasn't necessarily necessary. Yeah. And then I'm like, did they put this in a puzzle piece way to create some interest and suspense Mm -hmm. when, I don't know. I feel that it's become a a fashionable trope of late. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it's to jazz up your show a little bit, I guess. Sure. But... Yeah, a lot of times it does not work for me. The one time I really enjoyed it recently was Haunting of Bly Manor, which I think I talked about. Have we been doing, was that, did that happen during the quarantine? Yeah, it did. It so did. yeah, that did yeah. time shifts, but it, 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 did. it what was great about it was it made you feel uneasy. So it was like, it was a, it was a, it was an effective device for a horror story. Right. Um, but yeah, a lot of times it's just like, why are we doing this? Just tell it in order. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean... We don't gain anything from seeing this... Especially when it's like... When it's new characters, it's like, that doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't have any impact to me that, oh my gosh, that, but they used to be friends. Well, I mean, like, not everyone gets to do it, is my thing. Like, some people can do it. That's just my two cents, you guys. And you know what? Since Larry King is dead, we're allowed to use It's My Two Cents. Wait, Larry King used that? He, he, when he went on Twitter, he would hashtag things, it's my two cents. What? Now it's up for grabs. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? You know, Larry King would just say like weird things like, 
I like peanut butter when I was a kid. Now I can't stand it. It's my two cents. By the way, guys, Google it. Paul interviewed by Larry King. <laughs> yes. And Larry King talked to him like someone's older uncle at the Thanksgiving yes. dinner. <laughs> he famously does not use notes. So he's when, like, so when are you gonna? When do you think you're gonna make it? Oh, he asked me if I if I consider myself a struggling comic. <laughs> I was on there to promote a TV show that I was, he was the hosting. Star of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he forgot the details instantly. His mind is wandering. Look, I'm sure I was boring to him. <laughs> I thought it was a charming interview in, a, in actually in a way because it was like somebody who was, who was clearly not familiar with you at all. Like right. he didn't, you know, he didn't know who you were. He didn't mm-hmm. know why he was interviewing you. But he had like a a sweet curiosity about you. Yeah. And you had sort of a um a sweet you know allowance for his kind of generational ignorance. <laughs> I wouldn't call it generational ignorance. I mean, there's plenty of people that are my age that don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know what Most I mean. People, in fact. I want to Yeah, say, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like that that there was sort of like a like a uh there was just sort of um I don't like an earnest. I don't know what it, I don't know what the word I'm looking for well, is. I was having a good time. A pure, I mean, there was a purity. Yeah, there was, was a wholesomeness to it. Yeah, it was wild. I was it was like an older King. guy and like yeah. a young, younger comic. Younger. <laughs> younger. <laughs> well, to him. To him. You were like 12. Compared to him, yes. To, to, like 12. Yeah. It was like, like someone mummified was like, came, came to life and he was like... <laughs> Yeah, like that the bandages came off. Speaking of mummies. Oh, yes. I was listening to, we got invited to be on a podcast very soon. Oh, that's right. We are going to be on a new podcast. Yes. I I hope. I uh, mean, for for us being on it. Yes. Not new tip. Yeah. A podcast called Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod, right? Yes. Because it's based on the book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. But they kind of just like. Nickname it scary stories, so it's hard to know yes, the full. Exactly. Yeah, so it's called scary stories. Um, yeah, but it's it's a great podcast hosted by Andrew Farmer, Anna Dresden. I'm sure I've mm-hmm. recommended it on this show before. I think you have because um, you listen to it a lot. Yes, one of the last I think in person uh, podcasts I did before lockdown. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Anyway, they are uh, they're doing this thing for the summer where they're watching the movies of Stephen Summers. Who directed his most famous movie is The Mummy, the one with Brendan Fraser from 1999. Oh, no way. That's what we're watching? No. We're oh, okay. That, that, well, that was their episode that came out this week. Okay, because for some we're reason, watching, I thought... one of the sequels. I thought we were watching something like ancient, like a black and white no, thing. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I didn't know. I just said no. yes to it, and I didn't know what I was watching. It's them. an early 2000s movie. What are, are we allowed to say what we're watching? Or do we know what we're watching? We do know what we're watching. Okay. I'm not going to say just for the hell of it. Okay. And let people see. But um, um, but here's what I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're talking about The Mummy, and The Mummy is, is a- I don't think I've seen it. Well, here's the thing. It's a generational movie. And so I saw it when I was a grown-up, right? And I was like, oh, this is all right. There's some good stuff. There's a generation behind us that loves this fucking movie. Like the like the Gen Z and Friends kind of thing. I would say millennials. I would say okay. the younger. Oh, millennials. millennials and um, what did they love? Saved by the Bell or something? 
But they, <laughs> this they, movie is a very like? important part. I don't know. I don't know. But why is that? Why? I don't if know. If it came out. It came out in 99. When they were kids. Yes. It came out when millennials were kids. Yes. And so they have a huge affection for it. Well, I have personally have a huge affection for Brendan Fraser. 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 <laughs> you love him so much. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't met him. Here's the thing about Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Fraser? I'm allowed to say it's it. Fraser, like, yeah. I think he is an amazing actor, number yeah, one. I love him. He's great. But also, he came out publicly about his sexual abuse mm-hmm. as a child. And I thought that was incredibly brave. Yeah. To come out and say, this happened to me, you know, me too, blah, blah, blah. And I was like really affected by it yeah. because it, I think I'm going to get this wrong. I shouldn't have brought him up because now I don't know the total story that he, that it was like an acting coach, Ugh. I think. It was like a trusted, yeah. like a mentor, like a trusted mentor or something. It's so horrible. Which is... So horrible. Yeah. You know, we should, like, as we're getting smarter about this as a society, mm-hmm. like, I do feel like, you know, like when we were kids, it would be like, oh, don't take candy, you know, mm-hmm. like, but we, we, lear- we yeah. learned about stranger danger. And it seems to me, and I don't know, I'm speaking out of turn here, so I'm sure I'll hear about it, um, that that the majority of harm comes from people that are known. Right. I don't know what the st- statistics are, but I know that's an extremely common thing. I was never taught about that. No, of course not. Of course not. They As never a child. say that in school. No. They never say that in school. Oh, by the way, we went to Catholic schools. We had to, there was a- <laughs> by the way, we went to Catholic schools. Maybe we got groomed. <laughs> There, we was being a, groomed. there was a priest in my school, uh-huh. very smart guy. Mm-hmm. I really admired him a lot. He was, he was brilliant and he had a really dry sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And then one day he wasn't there anymore and there was an announcement Mm-mm. over the PA Mm-mm. that uh, he had been, they had found child pornography. What is this, Mayor of Easttown? <laughs> Spoiler alert. There was a pre- priest subplot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. And I, I don't remember mean to another... derail. I didn't mean to derail. No, no, that's fine. One of my teachers defended him, like not defended him, but said, kind of like a don't believe everything you hear just because somebody is flawed doesn't mean they're a bad person, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Maybe if you're a kid. Yeah. And the priest has child pornography, it does mean that. This teacher, <laughs> I later found out, the guy who defended the priest... Was making out with students. Okay. See, yeah, I have a lot of opinions about this and I don't want to go down a rabbit hole on this on the podcast because I'm not an expert and I don't want to speak toward something I don't know, but it makes me like I'm having rage right now. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you can tell, but there's rage about this. Like I feel rageful Mm -hmm. that. People like this are allowed into spaces that should be safe spaces. But I understand that no one is entitled to safety. That is not even like a thing that can exist. It's not not so much entitled. It's guaranteed. 
No one is guaranteed safety. There's only so much you can right. do in the world. But I, I agree with you that there has to be a better way of doing things than the way when when you're hiring somebody to be around kids in this way. Right. There has to be a better well, way. Well, I listen to this very upsetting podcast about the Boy Scouts. Oh, fucking A, man. The Boy Scouts are fucked up. Worse than like any institution. Yeah. And it's because they get to go away, yeah. I think, with children, you know? So there's they build relationships. Right? Yeah. And they build authority. They're their authority. Yeah, it's horrible. I recommend the podcast. It's it's it was an episode of the Daily. I wanna say it did come out during the pandemic, I think. Is this what I need an end today? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is this what I need an end today? What an end Is this what I need an end today? It's a simple question. <laughs> Is this what an in another day? No, it's what you need in it. You need in another day. You need in another day. There's another awesome podcast. Now we're talking about trusted adults around kids. I think it's called, it's about the Larry Nasser. It's about the Larry Nasser gymnastics, United States gymnastics scandal. Yeah. It was done by the CBC. I want to say it's called Believed. Canadian Broadcasting. Uh, They're like the Center Canadian company. NPR. Okay. They're like an NPR, but of Canada. So they're probably better funded. The P stands for poutine. <laughs> <laughs> the national poutine radio. 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 <laughs> anyway, I defy you to listen to this podcast series. Without feeling abject rage. Mm -hmm. Just total rage. Mm -hmm. Because it he harmed so many people, including adults, okay? Mm -hmm. Like he groomed the parents, and that's what that's what happens with this stuff. Yeah. Is that the parents get groomed. Prior to the child or, mm-hmm. or along, you know, simultaneous yeah. to the child. And I don't fault the parents at all because I feel like it is such a, the chances of like a psychopath coming in your, in your field, like mm-hmm. in your aura or in your whatever are not. I mean, it's not like something you can be thinking about 24-7 and there was so much like validate. I mean, this guy was so good at what he yeah. did yeah, yeah. in terms of his grooming and his... It was insidious, yeah. That, But these parents end up feeling just as traumatized on a, in a different way. Oh, of course. Can you imagine... It's like, upsetting. Like if you were a parent... It's upsetting. No. Anything, ha- anything happens to your child. That you like were like pushing to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if your kid falls down, you're in the next room. Like you're going to, how many, how often are you going to say I should have been in the same room with him? You know, that said, there was an awful element to this story. And I telling you guys, you should listen to it if you're interested at all in this story, because these journalists did an incredible job, but 
there was an element to the story where he had um, abused a neighbor that was not in the gymnastics world. Mm -hmm. So he was like, like imagine like you're friends with your neighbor Mm -hmm. and we are friends. We're friends with our neighbors. Well, yeah, not our immediate neighbors. But. <laughs> yeah, but we're like friends with our neighbors and we like know our, we like yeah. hang out with our neighbors. Like mm-hmm. that's like a thing as like our our neighbors and, and we know and trust them. And you have a child, which neither us or nor our neighbors have. <laughs> all of our neighbors are friends with their child free. That all of us know of. <laughs> okay, but imagine you have a child. And and so you trust this person, you see them all the time, yeah. you invite them into your home, mm-hmm. and he um, abused this little girl that was not part of the gymnastics situation. Mm-hmm. And the young little girl turned young woman told her parents and they didn't believe her. At all. Because they were like close with this person and in a different, like in a non-professional capacity, like Mm -hmm. in a personal capacity. And um, the woman, the young woman, like this was so, and then, and then eventually, 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 you know, they were able to kind of like believe her because things started coming out Mm -hmm. And um, the dad um, was diagnosed with a terminal illness. So, like, she lost, like, years with the dad from the rift. Mm -hmm. And they were just, like, being totally gaslit by this guy, you know? Yeah. And, And what is so crazy is, like, I don't think he understood the like the enormity of his actions i i mean i don't think that you could i think in the same way that parents if a parent doesn't want to believe a child when they say something like that happened to them uh-huh. it's because it's so horrific uh-huh and you know this person and it's like i my brain will break if i believe that this happened that this person betrayed our right. family and harmed our daughter so I get I get the psycholog the psychology of that. Of you know, course. how it could fuck you up so badly yes. that you can't look at it. Yes. But with this dude, like we're talking about like a true inhuman monster who knew what he was doing, knew how to do it, like how to get away with it for literal years with and countless like, girls. And also like snowed over the authorities because yeah. he had been like approached more than one time prior to this yeah. and had like a complete mm-hmm. like cover for what he was doing. Yeah. And I, I, in my mind that must mean like he doesn't even under, like he has somehow like created this magical thinking that what he was doing was like acceptable or something to him. Like there's an understanding, I think with these guys, there's an understanding, <laughs> like, so there's an crazy. understanding that this is not acceptable to the world, but they, I think they tell themselves, 
No, I, I, there's no way I can explain to them how right this is, how this is okay. This is why this fucks with my head a little bit is because personally in my own life, Mm -hmm. personally, Mm -hmm. I have, um, I've like just in my own work on myself, just Mm -hmm. in my own, like I have a particular trigger, um, of being misunderstood or misrepresented. Yeah. That particular thing is very triggering to me. Mm-hmm. So I understand that feeling on a shallow level, not because I'm not, I'm not doing things that society wouldn't accept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I understand, but I understand the psychology of feeling misunderstood or misrepresented. Sure. Like on such a, like, like to the point where if I'm misunderstood or misrepresented, I personally, the way I react and I'm trying to examine this in my own work on myself, I become very defensive Mm -hmm. and I've had to look at myself and understand why do I become so defensive when I'm misunderstood or misrepresented and it goes back to like, you know, childhood or whatever, like blending families, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'll wake you up when that's over. Um, (laughs) And so I understand like when I see like, oh, someone defending their wrongdoing, Mm-hmm. It makes me think about my own reaction of being defensive of like, I'm entitled to have an opinion. I'm entitled to be loud or, or emotional, or mm-hmm. I'm entitled to be too much, Yeah, you know? Oh, cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. Like I understand it. And so like, I don't, so like in a weird way, I'm like, oh, he has something wrong, broken in his own brain Yeah, where he believes that he's entitled but on a like a perverted, sick, like it's so taken far, like to the extreme, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like, he believes he's entitled to this mm-hmm. crime against other humans. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I feel like people are going to be like, oh my God, you totally like identify with a psychopath. I'm no, not saying that. I'm saying like, not, yeah. I'm saying like, it's, it's, um, but that but here's the thing. Something gets wired wrong. That's what I think it is. Well, Something gets wired wrong. I mean, I don't it gets this gets into a very weird area which is how much do you pity child molesters? Because obviously there's something wrong with them. Obviously a lot of child molesters, if not all or most, are created by having that happen to them, right? That's like a common thing. Is that People who are cycle molested of, uh, when they're cycle, a, a cycle of, abuse, of abuse, blah, blah, blah. But at a certain point, a guy like Larry Nasser, mm-hmm. this is like, he was doing this for so long. Yeah. He grew up in this world. We know that this is not something you're supposed to do. That this is, this is breaking the, the, like the most sacred of, Social contracts, mm-hmm. you know, you don't do this. Right. You don't do this. So when do you seek so help? So he uses subterfuge. Se- exactly. Yeah. Why not seek help? And that's the thing. It's like up to a, like an alcoholic hits bottom at some point. You know what I mean? They they do things that are that are harmful to themselves, to other people for a long time. And then at a certain point they say, I'm not in control of this. 
I'm, I'm, I gotta, I gotta do something I'm, because I'm, I can't stop being this way. Right. And I think that there are some pedophiles, people have those tendencies that are able to do that. I don't know. But I think I like, would assume so because. But a guy like Larry Nasser, it's like, how many times was he confronted with something where he said, I shouldn't be doing this anymore? I'm lying to authorities. They almost got me. I get you on that one, but that's where things get fucked up with the gymnastics world Mm -hmm. because there was this whole other thing going on in the world, in that world Mm -hmm. where there was a real um, environment and culture of abuse, almost like dehumanizing the athletes, like where they were like go away to this camp Mm -hmm. and they weren't like allowed to eat and they weren't allowed to have feelings and they weren't allowed to express emotions. And they tried to like kind of cyborg them into robots and stuff like that. And so in a weird way, I think he was enabled by this culture of extremism Mm -hmm. in the young uh, g- female gymnastics world yeah. where they were like, they owned these young women and they were able to program them mm-hmm. and their bodies were just bodies and they yeah. weren't fucking fully realized human beings yeah. and they were dehumanized by, in a way, the sport and betrayed by every adult that was there, whether it was geared towards sexual molestation or just sort of like dehumanizing. Yeah. That's not really in the podcast in that way, but that is the truth about that gymnastics mm-hmm. culture that was it's going on thing. at the yeah. time. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, like Simone Biles was just on 60 Minutes the other night and was talking about like that culture and yeah. stuff like that. And like basically like she wants like the people that ran those camps to say, yeah, like we... We were a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Look, all I'm asking is that you guys publicly admit you were psycho. Simone Biles, by the way, Mm -hmm. is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Like she is unreal. Yeah. Like she is like so fiercely Mm -hmm. uh, just like, she. I want to say she's like 23 and apparently that's like ancient to (laughs) even be, you know, and she's doing things that have never been done in the sport before and are things that only like the men have done. Mm -hmm. And it is like so fucking fearless. I can't even deal with it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so cool. Check it out. It's on 60 minutes. Are we about to take a break? I feel like you're looking at the, we are about to take a break. Oh, we are. I was looking into your eyes. Oh, my eyes are up here. They're not down there. I'm looking into them. They're not down there at the Zoom. <laughs> Here's where my eyes were down at the Zoom when you decided to launch into the Simone Biles story. I can't believe we're doing this in front my of the audience. My eyes are up here. Okay. By the way, whoever came up, <laughs> my eyes are up here. It's pretty good. It's Do you know, I, I can't remember. I think with, I want to wear it on a hat because I think it'd be funny to wear it above your eyes. I had an idea. What if you had the idea of the hat said that my eyes are down here? This is the... Th- oh, wait. I, did I just steal your idea? Yes, you did. Are you fucking kidding me? I think this is on an episode of The Big Ones. And the idea was like... I hate when I do this to it you. It was like a, a hat that had like tits on it. And then you said, my eyes are down there. Wait. I was just saying without the tits. 
Just my eyes are down here. That's pretty funny. Like, just somebody's looking at your hat. Because they're like, reading hey. it. You know how you have, like, a teacher that says, like, if you can read this, thank a teacher. Oh, God. <laughs> the fuck? What? We got to go back that far to reading? <laughs> but it's like that. It's like, wait, I know what it should say. I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> if you can read this, my eyes are down there. <laughs> Okay, we're going to take a break. Well, how appropriate, apropos. <laughs> well, how appropriate. How appropriate of dinner. We are sponsored this week by the wonderful Green Chef, you guys. We love Green Chef. Guess what Green Chef is? It's this amazing subscription service where they send you your dinners in a box and you teaches you how to cook them. They let you choose from a wide array of easy to follow recipes, perfect for Kato, paleo, and plant-powered diets, or even if you just want to eat in a more balanced way. Personally, I chose the balanced way because... I'm not like a Kato, Kato Kalen person, <laughs> like a Kato person. That's just not my kind of diet. But they have those choices if you are trying to do better in this year. Their expert chefs design flavorful recipes that go way beyond ordinary for a diverse array of meal plans and plenty of options to choose from each week. I am not kidding. I love when the Green Chef box arrives arrives because I like to cook, but there are some nights when I don't want to do like the mental kind of work of like, oh my gosh, what do we have to cook? Like what should, what menu should I come up with? Like, oh my gosh, like what do I have in the cupboards and all of this stuff? You don't really need to do all of that with Green Chef. It takes the brain labor away and does it for you. Okay. So we've had a lot of amazing Green Chef meals. Um, it helps you save time. It helps you save energy. It helps you enjoy a wonderful meal together. So please go to greenchef.com slash 90homekins and use code 90homekins to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's Green Chef dot com slash 90 homekins and use code 90 homekins to get $90 off, including free shipping. Public goods, the one-stop shop for sustainable, high quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper. That's right. C to TP. Oh, and shampoo to pet food. S to PF. Public Goods is your new everything store. Thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. I do hope that's you. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Good members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful, streamlined aesthetic. Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. Now look, Public Goods sent us a bunch of stuff. We loved all of it. Yeah, we I used all of it. I did the. I think I mentioned this before, but I did the ramen, which mm-hmm. is pretty good, and I use it as like a base recipe where I'll like throw in some scallions and tofu and stuff. That's right. And then we also really like the chocolate, chocolate almond. almonds. They're they like chocolate, like powdered sort of. Oh, it was yeah, so good. It was really good. I want more. 
Public Goods ethically sources and obsessively develops each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. That's where humans and animals live. Thanks, Public Goods. I worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners, not Janie's. Sorry, Anyone who just Paul listens did it. to me. Paul did it. If you have two channels and you plug out the one. Which maybe you do. You can receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. You heard me right. I didn't stutter. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again. That means you could buy a product for $15 for $0. Are you sure that's what that means? Yeah, I am. But don't do that. Buy more stuff because it looks good. Worried about that chime in. (laughs) But they're so confident that you will love their products and come back again and again. They're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. $15 for free. You have nothing to lose in this scenario. Just go to publicgoods.com slash homekins, H-O-M-E-K-I-N-S, or use code homekins at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Homekins to receive $15 off your first order. Hey, we're back with better topics than before. I I was just thinking personally, I don't know how everyone's feeling out there. I don't know if it's a product of where we are as a reopened state. Mm -hmm. California is a reopened state. California is a reopened state. So this is a different thing than some people who listen to us and, and it, you know, we want to be mindful. We've got to be mindful, but like my mental health has been improving Mm -hmm. and I can't say that my mental health was particularly good <laughs> in some of the times of the last. Is someone feeding this to you in an earpiece? <laughs> <laughs> Is your translator doing this for you? <laughs> what, what's your home UN? language? <laughs> Um, uh, weekend water, baby. (laughs) That's my home language. (laughs) I was saying that, um, I struggled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a struggle. I'm not saying it's over. I'm just saying, I'm in, I'm saying right now, in this moment, in this month, in this week, me, where I come from, in this way. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what is that from? That's I can't what remember is that what from? that's from. That's something that me and you and Scott I got Lauren, it from you no, and Scott Lauren, no, no, or, no. I got it from Nelson Walters <laughs> and Brian Polk. It was some interview with somebody, <laughs> and this guy was like, "Me, where I come from," and then gave his whatever opinion about whatever. And those guys used to do it all the time, and then they got me doing it. It's so good. It's really good. It's so good. It's so good. But me, where I come from, oh I didn't God. like COVID. <laughs> Me, where I come from. <laughs> COVID fucked me up, y'all. And I didn't even get it. I just was in it. Yeah. It was we a all scary were in fucking it. Time. Yeah. I don't even understand how to get out of it. Like, I'm, you know, like, 
I was listening to my friend's podcast and Casey was on there. He, I know y'all have heard me mention because we went to dinner with Josh Mankiewicz from <laughs> Dela. <laughs> still Casey ri- of dinner with Josh Mankiewicz. Still saying. riding high on that. Mm-hmm. And she coined the phrase like all vaxxed up and nowhere to go. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because I'm kind of in that, I'm kind of in that place. Mm-hmm. Like there are places to go now, but it still feels like unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, I I was just I was just talking with Scott and Lauren about this that um, I feel like I'm back already, mm-hmm. but mindful of what's going on. So like, there are still certain I still keep masks in my car because there's still a lot of places that require yeah. you to wear a mask. I walked somewhere today and I had my mask around yeah. my neck, but I, but I wear I, a necklace mask, guys. That's my thing. Okay, Whatever. happy, fine. But now the paparazzi <laughs> can leave us alone. Um, but I. Like I enjoyed starting to like run errands again and go in multiple places in a day, uh-huh. you know, drop this off, go to the grocery store, get dry cleaning, whatever. And it's like, I, I sort of weirdly appreciate the people that are still asking you to wear a mask in their store. Sure. That's like, that doesn't bother me actually, because, you know, I don't know like if they have kids at home and exactly. that are like below the age, exactly. you know, I don't want to. Yeah whatever but like it feels it feels different i thought i might win the vaccine lottery i was like kind of hoping <laughs> oh wait so but the the um you have wait. to explain that because i don't know i don't think everyone has the vaccine uh, lottery i don't think the vacations have been given away yet <laughs> that's in july mm-hmm. okay so california has is giving away money and prizes to everyone who has been vaccinated since vaccinations have started. You could win a trip to Anaheim, go to all the parks, or you, the the last. I think the least prize is it's a goldfish in a bowl. I and you take it home in a bag. No, some of the prizes are just like like free Chipotle or whatever, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, like. I'm okay with that. Like I like Chipotle or whatever. You but rolled like, the dice with COVID. Now roll the <laughs> dice with Chipotle. <laughs> now that your antibodies are up. <laughs> now that you've got more antibodies coming out of some Chipotle. Will the vaccine work against dysentery? It was Find out. Listeria. listeria. That was their thing was the Listeria outbreak. Listeria. Why does Listeria, listeria sound beautiful? beautiful. It sounds beautiful. I don't fucking word. want it. I get food no. po- I get food poisoning, guys. I know. I... Let's be real for a minute. I get food poisoning at the drop of a fucking hat. Okay? A hat that a dirty fish was wearing. And it's typically produce. Mm-hmm. Okay? Leafy greens. Well, that one time the scallops... That one time oh, the scallops right. and they were like slimy and weird and I kind of had a sense. I had a sixth sense. Uh-huh. I had a, I see food poisoning. I had an, I see food poisoning. And then I still ate them because I fucking <laughs> spent a lot on them at the grocery store, y'all. Yeah. When you spend money on scallops and you're cooking them and a lot of liquid comes out and they're a little rubbery and you're like, these don't feel right. But... 
Stop eating them. It's <laughs> 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 just some advice to all of you out there. When you're talking nineteen ninety nine a pound, and you're talking like, I trust my grocery store. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. where I got them. This was a while ago. You're in the clear. Mm-hmm. But I got them at my trusted grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I felt a little like... It's a betrayal. It was a betrayal. It's a betrayal. It was bad. By the way, you know that one old lady that works at the at the, grocery, at the trusted grocery store? Mm. I haven't seen her there in a long time. Wait, what one old lady? She used to work at the other one, and now she works at the one... Are you talking one. about Dorothea? Dorothy. I don't, want to say, I don't know why I didn't want to say her name. <laughs> she f- retired or whatever. I hope so. Yeah. There's also there was the old Retired. man, the old man of my dry cleaners who would do my alterations, and then one well, day I can't there speak anymore. to that because that's different. The our trusted grocery store, unionized. Go union, Norma Ray. Here's what I want. Here's say. the deal. Here's what, this is a side. I want you. I to get like back my to your, unionized store. Yes. We'll okay. Get, we'll get we'll get back to our cost more, but it's worth it. But I want to say quick sidebar. Yeah. If you are a a lovable old person that works <laughs> at a place and you retire. I think that the store has to put up a little picture of you. No, I think they did or something. It says he retired. <laughs> I feel like I know she retired because of some reason. Mm-hmm. I may, maybe I asked after her you or something. You can't ask, right? Oh, you asked after her? Like, where's Dorothy? I can't remember how I know this unless I just created a story in my mind and as a survival mechanism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's. I loved her because our grocery store costs an arm and a fucking leg. By the way, well, it's the Here's closest the deal. one, and we're lazy. We go there a no, lot. No, it's not just that. It's not just that. It's also that we're lazy. <laughs> well, we're definitely lazy. But it's a great store. That's what I'm about to say. Okay. It's unionized. I support that. Mm-hmm. Okay. When the grocery store strike happened in LA. I don't think they had to deal with that because Mm -hmm. they were like, we already got it covered. Mm -hmm. Same people worked there for years. Again, hence, unionized, benefits, blah, blah, blah. Staff is great. The deli. Deli's great. Rocks. By the way, I was in there the other day. You know what's back? I don't. The salad bar, baby. Is the salad bar back? It's fucking back. There wasn't a fucking soul near that salad Folks, bar. This is genius. But you know jam. what? This is why I have food poisoning all the time. <laughs> because <laughs> I go there at 9 p.m. on the dot. <laughs> salad bar slice. Look, they change that salad bar. By the way, this is why, again, my trusted store, they mm-hmm. fucking change and take the temperature of that salad bar right. every goddamn 30 minutes. You can watch I've them been change in there, and you can try I've to make it. them laugh. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, is I the hot bar back? <laughs> One thing at a time, babe. Ugh, Baby steps. I love that hot bar. You like the hot bar better than I do the- like the hot bar. Yeah. I don't like salad. I'll eat salad, what? but I don't like it. What? Yeah, I don't like it. What? <laughs> By the way, I ma- y'all, I make salad all the time, so yeah, this is like huge. But I eat it, you know. Yeah, because my salad is fucking amazing. Here's the thing about salad. I'm making artisanals. What? Okay. You do make good salad. Here's the thing about salad. Salad is, for me. I think I know what you're going to say. Can I guess? Sure. It's work. Yeah. It, to well, eat it. It's cumbersome. That same diff. It's same cumbersome. diff. Yeah. 
That's it's your not, thing? It's not simple. And it's like... Sometimes I serve him a salad that requires a steak knife. A steak and knife. Those are the best salads, by the way. <laughs> and you put the toasted almonds on, and then you cut into it, and then the almonds fall off. <laughs> and then he fucking leaves the toasted almonds on his plate, and I'm like... What are you? This is the liquid gold, darling. I liquid them, gold. I leave them for you, don't you see? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I leave them. The for toasted you. almonds are really the piece de resistance. They are, but they won't stay on the salad, and it's like then you're then you're like scraping them and using your hand gets your other hand gets into play because mm-hmm. you have to scrape them on. The I floor. get it. Listen, I'm not saying salads are. Easy, you know. The, really, this what's the best? What's the easiest thing to eat is like stew or something. That's soup. really the soup. Just a plain old, just soup. like a like a bowl and a spoon. You know, and you're over the moon. <laughs> like that's really kind of the easiest. And mm. I do love a soup, and they have a great soup bar when it's going. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of good soups. But oh, trusted grocery store. That's the thing is like I get food poisoning all the time, so. Even though I would take that free Chipotle from the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really want the vacation. <laughs> the vaccine. So they're give. I want the Palm Springs Resort one or the San Francisco one. Mm-hmm. Which vacation do you want? There's two San Diego's. There's a beach and a downtown. Oh, I would do the beach. Yeah, but you don't get to pick. I'm just saying. You asked me which one I wanted. I'm gonna what t- are you, the government now? <laughs> I want to tell you all of the vacations. Tell them, tell me all of them, and I'll tell you which one I like. Okay, there's two San Diego's. That one. <laughs> there's an L.A., which would be pretty funny if you lived in L.A. and you won the L.A. one, right? That would be, that would be like something out of O. Henry. <laughs> then there's the Palm Springs Resort one. Mm-hmm. Then there's. The Anaheim one where you, hmm. you go to like all the parks or whatever. Fuck that. Then <laughs> there's a, a San Francisco one. How I, is there not like a national parks one? That is it because that's federal money instead of state money? I don't know. Because that pisses me off. Like yeah. I want. I would love to go to one of the national I want parks, a Yosemite. Yeah. I want yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Yosemite. Here's here here's my okay. What's your preference? preference? Okay. San Diego Beach. Oh, interesting. San Francisco. That's number one or number... This is number one. It's number one is San Diego Beach. from top down. Okay, San Diego Beach. San Diego Beach. Uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, San Diego Beach, Palm Springs. Yeah, there you go. San Francisco. Yeah. San Diego City. <laughs> L.A. and <Anaheim>. I. <laughs> 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 I mean, I rather. Do we get to stay in a hotel in LA if we get the LA vacation? Yeah, we get to stay at the JW Marriott by the Staples Center. Yeah, sure. Oh wow, what a great neighborhood! <laughs> <laughs> right, like not even like shutters on the beach. Hey man, if you want to find me, you can find me in the Staples Center neighborhood. I feel like if you want to inspire people to get vaccinated, they you should have given them shutters on the beach. Right. Like that's right, the crown jewel. I guess the staples right? thing is so that you you would go see a Lakers game or no, they give you tickets. That yeah. but it comes in the package is that yeah, you yeah, get yeah. tickets. Exactly, yeah. And yeah, all yeah. of that. And you and with the Anaheim one you get tickets to the parks and all that shit? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Mm. Well, of course, you're not just going to go to Anaheim and not get tickets to the park. Well, but I'm thinking if it's from if it's people that are <laughs> traveling from other parts of California and they're like, "Oh great, we don't have to worry about paying to stay, which is actually very expensive." Although the parks are insane. No, the expensive. parks are like probably more than the fucking hotels. Don't you think? It's neck and neck. I mean, I don't know. I I'm just like, "All right, so cuz we've been vaccinated, so our names are in the hat." Mm-hmm. I've had to, I've been answering robocalls like crazy because I'm like, oh, is this the California vaccine lot? Am I going to win a million and a half dollars? Because that was one, like gave away 10 of those. Or am I going to put more money into my car warranty? (laughs) Am I going to renew my social security card? No, the worst part was like they called and and I answered and it was for Medicare supplemental insurance. Why is it the worst? Because I'm not over 65. I don't qualify for Medicare yet. We're getting closer, honey. We're getting closer. No, I'm very far away. You're very young. That's right. I am so young, but whatever. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, it would be fun to win. Oh, I did win something, actually, recently. What did you win? Well, I I subscribe to the Morning Brew newsletter. Yes. So I get the morning brew newsletter. And what is that? <laughs> it's like this daily newsletter that is like, it's kind of like a, a business. It's like a cheeky synopsis of the news geared toward like business and finance. Okay. I guess. Although they have different... It sounds hilarious. They have like other flavors. Like they have like morning brew, like marketing or morning... Like whatever your field... For some reason I... Oh, so if you don't find business and finance interesting, go to marketing. I actually like the newsletter a lot. And I would subscribe to it now for quite a while. I don't know what's... But also they have like puzzles in there and they have like... um, yeah, they have like Puzzles. yeah, they'll have like the the news quiz, like the daily news quiz. Who was number five on the Forbes five hundred? No, list. that's not what it is. It'll be like <laughs> they'll be like one of these headlines is fake. Okay, that's fun. And then it'll be like, and then you'll be like, okay. And then one of the things I like, uh, Trump does good job. <laughs> <laughs> And then they'll be like, oh, here's a, like, they have, they'll have, like, a fun, like, once a week, they'll do, like, a, a real estate listing where you have to guess what the listing costs. And it'll be, Jesus. <laughs> no, but it'll be, like, some, like, weird, like, fort home in mm-hmm. Indiana. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be, yeah. and then it'll, like, tell you the whole thing, and then you have to guess, mm-hmm. like, what it costs. Is it always outrageously expensive? No. Oh. Okay. It's not about that. It's more like these are like unusual properties. Right. You know, like the Zillow. What is the thing I follow? The Zillow. Zillow mis- gone mad. Zillow gone mad yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's like that. Zillow gone wild, I think. Yeah. yeah. So basically it's this newsletter I follow. And like, so I signed up for it because my brother told me to sign up for it. And they have a thing where like, if you earn a certain amount of referrals, you win things. So, like, mm-hmm. personally, I've gotten enough referrals that I have the Morning Brew pint glasses. Is this I have the morning a bre- pyramid scheme? <laughs> no. No. It's not because I won something big. This Okay. So, I have the Morning Brew pint glasses. 
I have the Morning Brew coffee mug. Mm-hmm. I qualified for the Morning Brew sweatshirt. I got the sweatshirt. <laughs> Wait, but you got the sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have the pint glasses, the coffee mug, and the sweatshirt. And my brother is, like, so pissed. He's like, what the fuck? Like, oh, he's in on this, too? Well, because, like, we'll Zoom, and I'll have the coffee mug, like, out of... I'll have it out of the frame mm-hmm. and then I'll just like lift it up like into the frame and I'll be like, motherfucker. And then I'll have like the morning brew like sweatshirt on mm-hmm. and I'll have the lo- the morning brew logo like below and then I'll yeah. like stretch my arms overhead like you like, oh, I got the sweatshirt or whatever. And I'll be like, God damn it. So but then like this is the thing is like I want to say a couple times a year they give away MacBook Pros. Mm. And so I've been like desperately trying to win a MacBook now Pro. That's a prize. So I'll go on Twitter every now and then and I'll be like, guys, sign up with this referral link to Morning Brew. We could win MacBook Pro. And then 10 people will text me like, I think your Twitter was hacked. And then I'll have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like in the morning and I'll be like, Jeannie, your Twitter was hacked. <laughs> and I'll say. I'm just saying. Oh. No, it's like for real. <laughs> like for Do you know that is one of the things like on Twitter? It's like for I will real. see somebody, <laughs> so often, somebody who says some dumb shit to me, I look at their profile <laughs> and it's all like retweeting to win something. So they were hacked or they did win? Or they- no, they're trying to win something. They weren't hacked. They're <laughs> just, just dumb. <laughs> Well, I'm one of them. I'll be, oh, yeah, I think you two is acting. I'll be like, no, no, I'm trying to win MacBook Pro to sign up, blah, blah, blah. Well, then, like, two weeks ago, they were giving away these beach cabanas, mm-hmm. the cool cabanas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want a fucking beach cabana. So I do my thing. I go on my socials. Hey, you guys. Sign up for a morning brew newsletter. It's pretty good. Here's the link. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. It's us, Morning Brew. Here's the link. (laughs) If you sign up, we both could win. Good luck to you. And then (laughs) somebody did sign up. And I won the beach cabana. And then (laughs) we're going to Charleston. We're going to Charleston to see my mom Mm -hmm. at the end of the next month. Mm -hmm. And I told the beach cabana people to send it to charleston because it has like an spf 50 shade Mm -hmm. so even though i'll wear sunscreen for sure but like Mm -hmm. i can sit on the beach under that spf 50 shade and feel because i always because every time i always get like sunburned when we go to charleston you know so it got exciting yeah so someone else won it Mm -hmm. because both people win it right I really did want to win the MacBook Pro. I keep. I'm still gonna try mm-hmm. because I'm still like qualifying Never for. Never say die. Every every referral I get qualifies me for more swag. Like, and this is not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> no, it's not. I've won. I'm telling you. I mean, you're not spending. I've money. won the pint glasses. I know the I, coffee I, the mug, mug, the sweatshirt, the sweatshirt. You qualified for it, and then you the won cool cabanas cool SPF 50. <laughs> Okay, I read the news. I actually read the newsletter. Oh no, this is a cult. Now I see what it is. Is it any? You know what's worse? The Substacks I'm fucking subscribed to. Those cost me five dollars a goddamn whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I get Heather Cox Richardson, 
you know, and I don't have to pay her for it, but I, you know, she's doing the work, you know, and I want to help her. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. I do. And she's helping me understand this moment in history. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could do that for you for free. <laughs> <laughs> could you though? Mm, probably not. I mean, she's a historian and mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I took history in school. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes I feel like her stuff is like, too gentle like it's like today democracy died another slow painful death and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) democracy is dying like we need to be doing telling somebody (laughs) and she's like in fact in the scope of history it's like normal but or she doesn't norm i'm Mm. just saying like she has a she has a uh how do you say it academic approach Mm mm-hmm how you say? How you say? Uh, you how you say? Uh, <laughs> is it Hilaria or Hilaria? Who cares? Her name's probably like Hillary. <laughs> here's the thing with um, I, here's my beef mm. with the Hilaria Baldwin You're getting in a wind down beef. This is good because I'm on my weekend water and yeah. I don't fucking care. That's right. Take no prisoners, honey. I just fort- <laughs> slammed it down. Fortified like, myself. You're in the and- Wild West. I take issue with having to know who Hilaria Baldwin is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever kerfuffles happen in these fucking... Uncertain times. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like in these in these pop culture yeah. fucking circles, right? Mm-hmm. Like me having to know who somebody in a Real Housewives thing mm-hmm. is, or me having to know I don't fucking watch The Bachelor, but I know the guy a guy got yeah. fired or whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. And I'm not saying I want to be ignorant. I don't want to be ignorant. I want to know about important things. It feels like your your mind is being cluttered with this dumb nonsense. That's my own fault, though, in a way, because I'm exposing myself to online chatter. Yeah, I feel the same way. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem with the online chatter personal this is why i like the inbox newsletters is mm-hmm. somebody curating it for me but then in a way that's going to become like the weird commodity right like like you know how we had like what is that what are you playing with over there oh that there's candy max from the condoms. you know i love to play with candy i love to eat candy candy's great i love candy candy's so good so much i don't know if we've gone on the record before saying no i love, love candy, candy. We love it. I love candy. I love candy. I grew up like a candy fanatic, like a candy fiend kind of. So my point is this, is like, (laughs) we're going to have like, you know how we had like essential workers during the pandemic and it felt terrible that like some people could stay home and some people couldn't. Yes. I feel like. And that there was, now that things are opening up, there's really no acknowledgement of that at all. (laughs) Right, it's like people that there's no special recognition or anything. They don't get anything extra, even though they worked all through the fucking pandemic. 
No, it's almost like uh, they're still like fighting for like <laughs> yeah a living wage. Yes. And, well, it's I, almost like that. But like I um I almost feel like in terms of information because we're in this like information glut kind of thing. Info glut. That there is going to become a class within, and it's already kind of fucking happening because. They announced there was going to be like a special subscription Twitter. Yes. <laughs> you weren't looking at me. I thought you forgot. Because I was I'm deep in my fucking <laughs> thoughts. I'm deep in my fucking thoughts. I know, but talk to me. I'm talking to you. I'm sorry. I'm talking to you. But I'm just saying like, I feel like the next level of classism mm-hmm. is going to become about the curation of information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because whether or not you're trying to get a pint glass or you're subscribing to a Substack or you're mm-hmm. subscribing to a social, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like it's going to be like the haves and the have nots in terms of being able to insulate yourself from the garbage. Yeah. You agree with this? I do. And it's also because... Wow, that's wild. Well, because traditional news outlets are struggling. Newspapers are struggling because everything's online or on TV, right? And so... Well, there's other reasons behind that. I'll get into it in a minute. Yes, there are. But so in order for them to try to stay afloat, they monetize the online stuff. So it's like, if you want to read this article on Twitter, you're going to have to be a subscriber. Or you just won't be able to see it. And what's weird about that is, well, this is the way we get information now, is looking at this stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's a feel, we all have this feeling, I'm not going to say all of us. I'm going to say that a lot of us. Right, because nothing is all of us. You just have this feeling of entitlement of like, they should just tell me, I should just be able to read the whole article. It's the news, you know. But it's. It's the reality you're, it, it, we tend to ignore the reality of what's going on in that they can't just like be free. They can't just be free news. Right. Because they have to, because we don't subsidize, we're not England. Yes. We're not England where we subsidize. There's no state TV. PBS is the closest. But it, I mean, I I think that it should be subsidized and independent. I wonder if it were if it were subsidized. I I Yet don't know if it could be independent but in this country. It, but BBC isn't BBC like that. I don't know. Uh, we have we have British people who listen to this. They're, They'll they're probably tell country. me that there's like problems with that. But I mean, something. our country. I think that one of the biggest problems with America is that it's too fucking big. That we. We grabbed up so much land <laughs> in such a condensed amount of time right. that it's like now we have this big dumb country that we can't reconcile anything. Well, it's too heterogeneous. It's it's just too heterogeneous and vast, right? It's too big. Yeah. So you're not you're not gonna get look, this fucking dumb football player, Cole Beasley. You made that name no, up. That's didn't. not a real name. I didn't. It's a funny name, though. Mr. Mr. Beasley. Mr. Beasley. Cole Beasley um, was like, he, he put out this statement on Twitter. 
was like, look, I'm not getting vaccinated. <laughs> what? If, if, if I get COVID, I get COVID. That's it. What? Um, so if you're going to, if you don't like that, either get vaccinated or steer clear of me because I want to live. What? I want to live my one life and live in freedom. Why is that more free than being on a ventilator? These fucking get it. dumbasses have let themselves, they, what's so funny is the people that love to call other people sheep because they're getting a vaccine. Or By the way, masks. the anti-vaxxer I encountered on that job I did had yeah. a similar, like, it's fine if you want to, but not like, oh, this is more that than was that. like a different. This is more than that. Okay. This guy was saying, not that it's fine if you want to. It's like, I'm not going to do this because I don't believe in it. Uh-huh. And uh, if you have a problem with that, that's your problem. And so the people like that that want to call people that's sheep. That's a fallacy. It is. The people that that, that want to call people sheep for wearing a mask or getting a vaccine or whatever. Right. They're, they, these are people who think they're free thinkers, but they're just parroting what some other dumbass said before I know. Them. That's the thing I hate about all this shit is that like... I think the real freedom, the real freedom is not echoing some yeah. weirdo that's beholden to somebody. Like, did I go get the vaccine because my president, Joe Biden, told me to? Like, no, it's fucking, there's a virus and there's a vaccine See, that's for what I, I don't understand this whole freedom argument because to me, freedom is like... There's freedom in science. There's freedom in facts. Yes. Facts are freedom. I feel like the vaccine opinions, gives me freedom. <laughs> opinions are not freedom. And I say that as someone who's like overly opinionated. Yeah. And I almost feel sometimes a prisoner of my own opinions. Like I, I am that way too. Yeah. Like I feel no, prisoner of your opinion <laughs> of mine or of yours. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I do think that some like true freedom is a, like a neutrality in a way and a, and, and, and like allowing for all things to be true or factual at the same time. I think because it can be true that people are urging you to get the vaccine, but it can also be true that getting a vaccine can protect you from illness and other people from illness. Yeah. Right. So that's in a way weird, in my personal opinion, true freedom is thinking critically with facts. Mm -hmm. What's not freedom is believing fallacies mm -hmm. and believing things that can't be proven and are just sort of like, I hate to say it, but like faith Based, and yeah. I, I don't want to be criticizing anybody. Well, but the same guy is like faith. The same whatever. guy is like, like whatever happened to God's will? And it's like, what God the fuck are you talking? God about? invent. God created that vaccine in less yes. than a year, dude. Exactly, Mister Beasley. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, why are you wearing shoes? And you know it's what I mean? not God. It's a goddess. <laughs> we all know that. We all know this. I just feel like. That is a weird lack of freedom. Like, like sometimes when people get into like this cult mentality, mm -hmm. and I say it as somebody who is like identifies as like progressive or identifies as like a little anti-capitalist. 
mm-hmm. list or whatever. Like, and I don't, so I understand there's like ways that we identify with things, Yeah. but that's the real freedom is just, is like looking at scientific evidence and making the decision to take a vaccine, which by the way is it's in, once you get the vaccine, mm-hmm. it leaves your body. COVID possibly mm-hmm. doesn't leave your, like people yeah. are dealing with like long COVID. It doesn't leave yeah. your body. You get the vaccine. It hits your cells. It teaches you how to fight something. And then it fucking leaves. Mm-hmm. It's literally like right away mm-hmm. and it's gone. Yeah. That's what I, I understand why vaccines are an uphill battle for some people because you're giving someone quote unquote, a medicine as a healthy person. And we've been programmed to believe that you don't need a medicine unless you're a sick person. Mm -hmm. But we also know what a vaccine is. Do you know what I mean? It's not a new invention. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. These people are, these people are, I agree. It's 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 just become like a weird stance that these people are taking about masks, about vaccines, whatever. They're just pretending that it's a thing that it isn't. And it's not. It's like not everybody that wore a mask was a sheep. Like it made sense. It made it was common sense. It just made sense. Those are like the they probably like refused to wear a condom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For different reasons though, baby. Come on. It just doesn't feel the same. It just <laughs> doesn't feel All right, good. We gotta wrap it up. Um, do you have any recommendations? Go first. You know what I'm going to say? Fresh off of watching an episode of 1971. We are loving this docuseries. It's so good. But Bill Withers, like I knew like, uh, you know, his handful of, of hits to get played on the radio a lot. But they have all this footage of him, all these songs I'd never heard before that are amazing. Singer-songwriter yeah. uh, vein, which yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would have never, if you were like, oh, what kind of artist is Bill Withers? I would have never said singer-songwriter, but that was his DNA, was singer-songwriter. Yeah, there's, you know? there, he has, in addition to and I love like, that. the hits that you know that are on the radio, if you're not familiar with them, like I was not, um, you know, he has all these... Uh, Amazing songs that that are on this documentary. That's because we lost him last year. I want to seek out all the stuff. I know, I know. Yeah, I want to seek out like. Well, they have the 1971 soundtrack. I think it's like on Apple Music Mm. and stuff. But it goes in progression of. I think it goes in progression of the docu series. He has a great song. This I did. It's not so far not in the documentary, but oh, it's not a song called. It's a it's a really good song too, but the title is "Who is he and what is he to you?" <laughs> By the way, I would love to say that to somebody. Yeah, right. That's powerful. Like I really would. Let me ask you a question: Who is he and what is he to you? <laughs> and I would be like, you know what? <laughs> I've never been asked that before. <laughs> and I'm going to have to... God, that really blew my mind. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe nobody. Do you have any reacts? Nobody. Do you have any recommendations? Okay. I'm such an HBO nut. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because I was raised on television. Sure. And we had HBO when I was a kid. And that Lucky. was like a big deal. Okay, it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Yeah. Well, who else was going to raise me? 
My parents worked, okay? They're I was divor- raised by the three channels. Oh, my parents loved me enough to get to see Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> well, you didn't have like like guilt, like divorce guilt. No, I just had broken marriage, still staying together guilt. Divorce guilt. Brings- they were guilty about it, I don't think. See, that's different. Divorce, blended family guilt is better because, like, you got like foreign comes. They're constantly trying to buy you off. Foreign, yeah. exactly. Yes, yes, yes. See, this is it's, the proof that I love uh, you. So, anyway, so, so I grew up on HBO and I'm kind of an HBO nut. <laughs> we liked the show in treatment that had Gabriel Byrne. Mm-hmm. They've done a reboot with Uzo Adubo. Is that how you say your name? Uzo Aduba. Aduba. Yeah. Oh. Uzo Aduba. 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 Not Adobo. We got to cut this out. No. <laughs> That's <sounds> terrible. <laughs> it's Uzo, Uzo Aduba. Yeah. I said Uzo Adubo because Uzo Adubo, but right. it's Uzo Aduba. Uzo Aduba. She, I'm not saying like the new in treatment is like the end all be all, <laughs> but I will say this. If you like acting as much as I like acting, I think you have to give this new reboot a watch. Yeah. Because she is really killer in the part. Yeah. She's like, terrific. She's awesome. And there's a lot of terrific actors that play the clients. Agreed, but to me, she's kind of like the I'm heart. Not trying to take anything away I don't from want to her. diminish anyone else, but like she found a real interesting mm-hmm. person in it's this a good character. Character, yeah. and I was kind of, you know, I, I had seen her before in Orange Is the New Black, and like she was also in the Mrs. America mm-hmm. series that was on FX, which I enjoyed last mm-hmm. year about. Phyllis Schlafly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just thought, I don't know, I, I, I just thought I, I'm like impressed by her range yeah. of of character mm-hmm. study. Like she's very interesting to watch. For sure. And it was amazing casting. Anyway, that's kind of my recommendation. But it's sort of like a weird half rack because like you have to be like, oh, like into therapy and into like two handers. I don't don't know. I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to have those prior, um, you know, interests. I think it's, it it works on its own. I think it's, you know, check it out. It's like a play. It's like every little episode is almost like a play. Yes. So there is that. Yeah. But there, there are half hour episodes. It's like. It flies by, and there's like a different one every night throughout the week. When we first watched it, it was you would not have access to them all. No, they didn't have a stream or network when we watched yes. it. When Gabriel Byrne, it was on HBO, and it was it was every day at five we would watch it. Because I guess How do you it was eight on that? the East Coast. It was when we first moved in together. Oh wow! Yeah. And that beautiful Melissa George was in it. <laughs> That's right. I fucking have a thing for her. Like she's really cool. She's gorgeous. She's totally gorgeous. If you can find this old show she did on Showtime called Hunted, please watch it. Please binge it. <laughs> and let's discuss it. There you go. All right. Those Thank are my you recommendations. Good recommendations. Thanks we for listening. We have wonderful official stay-of-home-kins merch. At kinshipgoods.com. Uh, we are... We, by uh, the way, people love our merch. Yes, so they do. So if you haven't checked out 
our merch. We have a bunch of things that like ref, self-reference the podcast That's and everything. Right. It's good stuff. And whether, whether you know what the podcast is or like not. Like Paul's wearing some right now. He's wearing the y'all, y'all. t-shirt. He's actually wearing it right I'll now. You're right. It got stolen. Don't steal from Kinship Goods. Want to reiterate that. <laughs> we are Stay of Homekins at, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Stayofhomekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. And until then. And we won't s- be here on July 2nd. Please remember that. That's right. Them. We are taking a week. We're taking a week off. We're taking a... For a family trip. Yeah. Um, but we're going to do a watch along. Yes. So until then, you said... Stay safe. Stay, stay sane. sane. And stay, stay strong. strong.